Hello, good afternoon. Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave. Welcome to the MagnaWave Office Hours on YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, CastBox, and uh, we're, we're glad that you're here. Hazel's with us this morning. There's several other folks. Let's see who's uh, with us this morning though, so far. Dion's with us. Okay. Hi, everyone. Woohoo for office hour time. There you, <laughs> there you go. So we're glad you're with us. A uh, lot of things going on this week. If you've been uh, following some of the events in the MagnaWave Certified Practitioners group, uh, there's been some rulings uh, last week in, in Pennsylvania that have kind of turned things upside down. I'll get into that. We'll discuss that a little bit. And uh, then Elaine will be joining us so as soon as possible, maybe 20 minutes or so, and uh, she'll join us. We'll talk about MagnaCon, what's going on. MagnaCon is June 9th, 10th, and 11th of this year. Uh, the live event is sold out, but the virtual event is still available. So if you'd like to do that, you can go to the MagnaWave PMF website and uh, they'll also put the link here in the uh, chat box, I'm sure. So if you have a question, you can put it right in the chat box or you can give me a call. Uh, do that. Give me a call at 502-414-3436. So we send a text to that number and then I will call you back and we can discuss whatever it is that you would like to talk about. We had some folks that carried over from last week that I may uh, give a shout out to um, and have their questions asked. We got a call here from Carrie in Arizona, what time West Coast time. And uh, so I will get to her in a few moments. But before we do that, I do want to kind of go over what's going on in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Racing uh, Board sent the communication uh, to all the owners and trainers uh, at parks and the other racetracks in Pennsylvania, uh, talking about shockwave therapy and the implications of the rules and what's required. And basically, as you may know, shockwave typically is a class four device, meaning it's uh, prescribed by prescription and only available to be used by doctors and in this case, veterinarians uh, who can use those types of devices. Well, over the years, I suppose that some people have acquired the devices on their own and they uh, provide the services themselves. And according to the, vet the veterinary rulings in uh, Pennsylvania that is not allowed. It has to be done by a, uh, again, a licensed veterinarian uh, or as directed. And the challenge is that when they talked about this rule and that they were going to go check the barns and pick up any machines that they saw, they also lumped other devices into that ruling, specifically naming MagnaWave and Beamer as devices that they were going to uh, not be allowed to be used because they fell under the classification of the uh, of the ruling for shockwave devices. Of course, uh, I totally disagree with that. We are not a shockwave device. Beamer is not a shockwave device. They uh, have then they went to the barns and told the people to take the machines off of the racetrack or off of the grounds, or they were going to confiscate them. And uh, that included Centurion devices and uh, any other devices that maybe they saw as, as they toured the racetrack. Well, again, uh, we're not a shockwave device. Uh, it would be detrimental, detrimental to our business, uh, to everyone's business if they lumped us into that category and we had to operate on those procedures and are according to those uh, guidelines. And so that uh, the AOPP is involved and has released a statement, which I'm sure you can have a look at and uh, read that, their position, and they greatly break down the uh, situation there with, with the differences between PEMF and shockwave 
uh, devices. And so uh, we're glad that the AOPP is stepping up. We've also contacted some folks that we work with uh, in Pennsylvania to take see what legal avenues we may have if they continue to push down this street. Now, this is not a new thing. This has happened uh, in other states. Louisiana, New York, California's uh, had situations like this. Oklahoma uh, over the years have had various situations that they've discussed a lot of different things. And typically what has happened, the one in particular that I think about was in uh, in Louisiana when they basically said that many things, uh, light therapy, laser therapy, MagnaWave, PEMF, all these types of therapies were basically taken away from the practitioners and the trainers and their employees to provide services that the only one that could do that would be a veterinarian. Uh, The challenge that they had in Louisiana was that even a tech could not bandage a horse according to the regulations that they put out and, and other types of situations. And so it didn't take long with some communication and some discussion for Louisiana to change their position because the veterinarians didn't want to become massage therapists. The veterinarians not didn't necessarily want to provide those types of treatments and, and they didn't mind if other people did that, uh, provided such services. And so that's where that has gone. And that's a little bit of where we are uh, in the Pennsylvania situation. They're, they did not in the uh, communication talk about red light therapy, laser therapy, uh, ultrasound, other devices that are certainly available, certainly can be used. They just talked about shockwave and they put us into that same category. The FEI did the same thing several years ago. Uh, They kind of put us in the shockwave category, said that we couldn't be used in specific areas. And then they kind of reversed that. And they went back to say, as long as your machine does not generate over a thousand gauss during the treatment that it can be used in FEI situations and in competitive uh, types of areas. And so that they backed up on that and it worked fine. I mean, it's people, as long as they follow the rules, uh, things are okay. And there's a lot of questions today in the uh, thoroughbred world with regard to drugs and administering different injections and so on. And so it's a time now that we really need to be focusing on non-invasive therapies like MagnaWave to be able to help the horses without the need uh, for drugs and injections are certainly not as much uh, or as many injections or as much drugs that uh, that are sometimes used. So that's what's going on there. Stay uh, stay tuned. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them for you. Um, let's see if there's anything else. Again, the number to call or the number to text to is 502-414-3436. And I will simply uh, give you a call back and then we can have the discussion about uh, whatever it is that you'd like to talk about. So, um, again, that's what's going taking place in uh, Pennsylvania, and it's been quite interesting uh, since Friday, Friday afternoon, and over the weekend, the, the number of calls that have been made, and they did go around barn to barn and, and threaten to take the devices away if they were not removed uh, from the property. So, quite interesting. So, let's go uh, here. Let's check out Carrie in Arizona. I think Carrie would be available. Um, let's give her a call and see what we get. Take just a second for the call to connect. See if she's going to be able to pick up. Hello? Hey, Carrie, Pat Zemer with MagnaWave. Hey, Pat, how are you? I'm great. How are you? 
I'm doing excellent. Thanks for asking. I appreciate you calling. Yeah, there you go. So you had a question about loop placement from last week. You recall that? Um, your, your question last week was best loop placement for human hip pain, not an injury. Uh, is it uh, something that's been around for a while or? Yes. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's just a normal progressive kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. I, what I'd recommend in that case, there's a couple of ways to approach that. You could use the large loop, put it, put it, put the leg through the loop and bring the loop up to the hip area uh, and treat from that position. Or you could take the butterfly loop and open it and drape it over the hip. Either one would be very effective to do that. In fact, I maybe would switch them up, do one, one treatment and do the other one the next treatment. Uh, certainly you could okay. sit on the large loop as well and kind of wrap it around the, uh, the hip area that you're having the uh, discomfort or whoever's having the discomfort. And that would be what I'd uh, recommend. Uh, beneficial effects for restless leg syndrome. Uh, if so, where to place? We'll let Elaine address that when she uh, comes on to join us. But yeah, you would basically, uh, similar to what I was just telling you, just treat the area, treat the low back, treat the leg, and because uh, it's basically okay. coming from your back from and moving uh, down the leg, and you have those types of actions when someone has that. And some people have had some very good results uh, dealing with uh, the restless leg type of situation, and certainly with the uh, uh, back pain and hip pain that, that we all get as we uh, grow up or age <laughs> as we go down. The yeah, road. exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so how, how, how often and how long would you suggest? I would treat eight to 10 minutes and I would do it as often as possible. Um, Okay. And okay. Certainly daily for a while on your uh, restless leg syndrome, but on the on the hip, I you know to get started once or twice a day uh, if it's someone that's close that that that's possible, and uh, eight to ten minutes yeah. on the area should be su significant. Okay, that's great. Well, okay. thank you so much. Yeah, that answers my question. Okay, okay. sounds great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. I, I appreciate. It. Thanks, Pat. Uh huh. Bye bye. So we got a got a question here from Kate. Uh, after a horse ingested medicated chicken feed, hmm, let's get Kate on the line here and see what she's got to say about that. And then we'll take some other questions. Take just a second for her to answer. Here we are. Hello, Kate. Hey, Kate. Pat Zemer here. How are you? Hi, Pat. I'm doing well. Good. And you have a question? Yes. So I had a um, a friend actually contact me um, who they had a mare who uh, got into some medicated chicken feed um, and they are concerned about founder. The, the horse has been seen by a vet. Um, they did drain the stomach, gave mineral oil um, and are icing the feet. Her question is, um, she was wanting to MagnaWave um, to help with the potential for founder and try to ward that off. But the vet was not sure if, um, if MagnaWaving would be contraindicated, so to speak, due to um, the risk of spreading the whatever medication made it into the system. And I wondered if you could shed any light on that. Well, at this point, uh, you know, those, when they digest the food, it's, it's pretty quick. I mean, the, the horses do not keep a lot of stuff. Now, obviously there is medication in the system. Um, right. how long has it been? Uh, this was yesterday. 
And the vet, I guess, just it really is not very familiar with PEMF. Right. Um, and my feeling was, you know, they, they got the, the horse seen by the vet uh, pretty quickly within an hour or two. And they did, um, was my understanding. And they did, like I said, drain the stomach, um, put mineral oil to try to move things through uh, more quickly. Um, and, you know, my feeling is that the, the, we want to try to prevent the horse from foundering. The vet just is I, skeptical I, as to whether the MagnaWave is going to cause there to be more of a side effect from the medication than would be beneficial. I, I would not think so. And of course, I'm not a veterinarian. I don't know that I would be MagnaWaving the gut and all of that, you know, if there is right. some issue there. But to treat the feet um, is certainly is going to help the circulation in the feet and help avoid the foundering uh, situation. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I would maybe potentially to agree with what the veterinarian is saying, treat only the feet or the lower leg mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and do it for, you know, eight to 10 minutes. You're not going to do, you're not going to rustle up the whole system in, in that type situation. Just by treating the feet. Just by treating the feet. Now, if you're going to treat the neck and the top right. line and the gut and do all this, and if there was some residual around that they didn't want to have happen, but if it's there, if it's in the blood, right. it, it's going to potentially do whatever it's going to do no matter what. And, and uh, so they're doing the right things to try to get it to, to pass with the with the oils and so forth. Mm -hmm. And um, so I would think if, if founder is, is a question, I would certainly because his MagnaWave has been wonderful to in those types right. of areas um, and, and to do it. I would do it first. I'd do it one time, eight to 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes and then stop mm -hmm. and see how the animal does. And if that helps, okay. you can come back tomorrow. That was tomorrow. kind of my thought as well. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, don't do it four times a day. The first day, do it once. Right. And then see how the animal, with each day, you're going to have dissemination of the medication. It's going to basically right. uh, be released or, you know, excreted from the body. So, um, mm -hmm. or, you know, run its course. So that, that would be my thought at that point. I mean, if they're standing, okay, awesome. if they're standing in ice let's say yep. it's doing the same kind of thing. It's going to help the flow through the mm -hmm. feet and all of that. Well, if there's any medication there, it's, you know, it's going to push it into the system, but no more than anything else would. Right. Right. Okay. That was kind of my thought as well, was just to at least stick with just the feet for right now. Um, I don't know exactly what the, what type of medication it is, right. um, but you know, figure over time, the, the body, like you said, is going to excrete that, um, at whatever rate the half-life is correct um but we were just hoping to to offer something to try to to prevent um you know this founder do the medication sure sure uh that that awesome. i would well, thank that. you so much you're welcome thank you so much for uh, reaching out great have a good one bye-bye uh -huh. some great questions today we've got a couple more uh marge is calling in
take your call right now. Oh. Well, Margie got her voicemail. Let's see if we're back on. Here we go. I'm back. Somehow we got delay, little uh, delay there, and we kind of went. Uh, lost our connection for just a second. So let's see if we've got some comments here. A um, lot of folks with us today. And I just received a call. It looks like it was a call from Pennsylvania. Uh, could be the head of the vet, vet board there or the rules and regulations. I'll have to uh, give them a call back. All right, let's see. Any questions? Get your tickets for MagnaCon. Um, Looks like everybody, everybody's glad you're here. I don't see any questions in that particular string. Let's see. Hello, uh, MagnaWave helps horses not make them run faster. It's absurd. We can't use them on the track. Well, we're working on that, uh, Carl, and uh, hopefully we'll get some uh, resolution to that uh, in the next day or so, so we can uh, hopefully clear that up in Pennsylvania. Um, and again, the AOPP is reaching out. People from uh, Pennsylvania are glad that they're doing that. So uh, we're certainly uh, happy about that way. Okay, I got kicked by my colt last night and can't wait to get off work to MagnaWave uh, my gut to help reduce the swelling. Did some last night and the bruise isn't as bad this morning. Carly, I'm so sorry you, you got uh, uh, kicked. It's never any fun when that happens and certainly uh, be on the MagnaWave and that will help reduce the inflammation and uh, make you feel a little better. So uh, hang in there and uh, keep it up. Will there be a demo using the LZR and MagnaWave at the same time at MagnaCon? For sure. We're going to have live demonstrations at MagnaCon for small animals, for people and for horses and even uh, uh, bovine. And so we will certainly implement and uh, utilize the uh, the LZR at the same time, how to use them together, where to use them, uh, that whole uh, situation. So yes, great question, and we're going to do that for sure. Uh, Sandra's from Sanibel, thank you. Boston Terrier with asthma and allergies affecting breathing, huffs, best treatment plan. Well, you know, certainly with asthma and allergies, you want to treat the trunk. You want to treat the lungs of the animal. You want good blood flow. So to do a typical body treatment of the hips, back, shoulder, neck to get good blood flow throughout the body. And then with the asthma, you want good lung availability of oxygen and, and function in the lungs. And so to treat that area would be hopefully very beneficial for the animal. Okay, uh, Be Becky asked the question. I have a friend in the UK asking whether the MagnaWave certification is the same for them as it is in the US. And uh, yes, it'd be the same same classes, uh, same information. Now the rulings could be different in various places that people would need to reflect on and understand that they're following and uh, applying them properly, applying the, the rules, rules properly. But the training is the same uh, in UK as it is in the United States. Okay, let's see. I have a standard black poodle. I want to use the light therapy as he has herniated discs in his neck. Should I move the light therapy wand or leave it in one place and then use the MagnaWave? Well, if you know where the issue is, I mean, if you know where it's at on the neck, then you could separate the hair and place the LZR right on that spot and, and give some relief there for a minute or two, and then come back with the MagnaWave for the neck and the shoulder area to get good oxygenation to help the area feel better as, as we go along. But certainly that would be the way to do it. You could MagnaWave first if you desired, 
and then come back and put the light therapy again separating the hair so the light does get to the area but you're also going to be providing some heat with the lzr to the area which is beneficial as well so using the two modalities together would be very beneficial uh, for that type of indication maureen's there in chicago uh, hello maureen let's see here what's the next when will the new machines be available will these be demonstrated at magnacon we will have some uh, introduction of equipment at magnacon and uh, uh, orders will be available to be taken at that point in time or for pre-order or for uh, delivery. So yes, we will be displaying uh, some of the new devices at MagnaCon. We're excited about that. A lot of stuff going on with the FDA and uh, safety testing and registrations. And so uh, we'll bring everybody up to speed on that once uh, we're here for MagnaCon. Uh, let's see. When will, the, okay, new machines, we just did that. Fractured my foot, I used the MagnaWay for two days and saw a reduction in swelling. Still using it, great product. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks for sharing that, appreciate it. How does the LZR work differently than the MagnaWay? Well, the LZR is light therapy and the MagnaWave is pulsed magnetic therapy. Well, in, in, from the standpoint of what's different, it just stimulates the tissue in a little different manner. And so if we want some heat to the area, MagnaWave does not provide heat. The light therapy has always been very beneficial. So to use the two of them in concert, that's the deal. And, and to be able to get the best bang for the buck. You know, you do that with various medic medications. You strain your back, they give you a muscle relaxant, and they give you something for the pain. And so you're just using two things together to deal with one indication. And so it's not that it's, it, it is it is different because one's light and one, the other is magnetic or pulse magnetic fields. And so that's the difference in the two, but used in concert, we've seen great success utilizing the two together. Uh, how does, let's see, good afternoon from Maryland, Mississippi. Where can I find the MW newsletter posted in a practitioner por portal and how often is it posted? We will, uh, when Elaine comes on, she'll be able to tell us exactly where that is uh, for you to uh, get a hold of and get the newsletter. The news and views, we're gonna bring out, republish the news and views uh, for MagnaCon and uh, for you to use as a brochure uh, down the road. Great success with the news and views as an educational tool for the, for the practitioners. Um, so let's go back and see if we've had any messages come in. Uh, here's, let's see, Gail got a question. Okay, let's see if we can get Gail on the line. She's got a question about degenerative disc with inflammation, sciatic nerve pain. How would you treat? Hello, Gail, Pat Zemer with, Mag with MagnaWave. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thank you for taking my question. Hey, no problem. So you've got, tell me what's going on. Well, I, uh, I have a friend mm -hmm. that has uh, degenerative discs and sciatica and, and the sciatic nerve pain and been on been on painkillers and inflammatory drugs and everything and he cannot get rid of the pain and i'm wondering how should we treat him carrie butler is my my daughter uh -huh. and she has the soul uh -huh. and uh and so we're wondering how how would uh how what kind of a session would we would we give my friends? I would say you treat your friends area where they have the degenerative discs in their back. 
um, to on a very moderate setting. I treat them for maybe 10 uh -huh. or 15 minutes and maybe move around the area. When I say around, above and below and over the area. Now, if it's multiple spots on the back that they have the degenerative issue, they just might treat the whole back. But I would do that. And unfortunately, when things become when they begin to degenerate and have a problem, uh, then that leads to other referred things like the sciatica uh, that's that's there. Uh, the treatment of the sciatica, I would uh, do, I was talking a little earlier, I would simply put the foot through the large loop and raise the coil all the way up to the hip area so you can treat your 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 hip area in that fashion i would simp i would also put sit on the large loop and kind of wrap it around the hip to try to gain some relief from that now the challenge is when you have nerve issues that it's a lot harder to get the inflammation it takes a little longer to remove the inflammation from a uh, uh, from a nerve and so it's going to take could potentially take several sessions to for your friend to get some relief but hopefully after just a session or two okay. they can begin to get some relief, but you need to treat the area in the back where they're having the degenerative disc is issues. So that can help relieve the situation as you follow it down the back, down the leg uh, in that fashion as a referred type of situation. Okay. And uh, that's how, how, often, I go about it. how often should we do the treatment? Treatment. I would do it as I would do if it if it'll work this way, I would treat them five or six days in a row for eight to 10, maybe 15 minutes uh, on this type of procedure and then begin to see if they're starting to see some relief. And, and then as much as possible or as necessary to maintain that relief and have it go. In my wife's situation with herniated discs, it took us 90 days to get it of treatments, not every day necessarily, but took us a period of 90 days with continual treatments, let's put it that way. And for her to get relief for two or three weeks sometimes four weeks of her uh, movement and pain in her shoulder and back. So it can take a long time, but then depending on what's caused it and how severe the degenerative discs are. Uh, but that's, that's a challenge, but that would be my recommendation. Mm -hmm. Four or five days in a row, then stop and see if there's relief. Uh, of course, they're gonna have relief after three or four days, hopefully, but then what you wanna do, the more you use the equipment, the longer the relief lasts in those types of situations. Sometimes the inflammation is slow to develop, but once it's there, it's bad. And so now it can take a little more time to get rid of it. And, and once the more you do it, the more inflammation you get rid of and the longer the results last. So that would be my, my recommendation at that point. Okay, now um, we also have the red light. Would you do addition red light spot Absolutely. therapy? Absolutely, sure. So I, you know, okay. maybe uh, in in the morning do the do the light therapy, or if if you're going to do it all at one time, do the light therapy over the area where the discs are are damaged, and move it down the back a minute per section, and move it down the back in that way, and then come back and magnawave, or magnawave and then use the red light. Okay, wonderful. All righty. I have to say that that we've seen such wonderful results with both the soul and and the red light therapy it is wonderful well, great. thank you so much you're welcome have a great day thanks for reaching out bye-bye thank you bye-bye great question um let's see sorry it's going on now yes i'm available
Let's see here. For the next 45 minutes, let's see what we got here. This is, she didn't put a name, but uh, we'll see who we got. I may do Hello? Hello, Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave. Hello? Hello? Hi, Pat. This Hi. is Jerry. Hi, how are you? Hello, can you yeah, hear me? I can. Sure can. Can you hear me? I don't know where she went. Uh, her is question. Better? Uh, yes, can, I can hear you now, Sherry. Hello. Yes, can you hear me? I don't okay, know. Okay, good. Good. I can. Good. So you had a question about, uh, let's see, a horse that acts like it's going to fall down when you tighten a cinch. Any suggestions for where to magnawave and anything else that might help? Is that the question that you're primarily concerned with? Yes. He's a new horse, and and I normally when before I get on, I'll I'll tight, I'll take three stabs at tightening the cinch. But as soon as that cinch gets even close to being snug on him, he acts like he's going to fall asleep and fall down. Wow. Um, what I would do is I would magnet yeah, wave the area. I would magnet wave the area of the cinch. Okay. And 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 maybe do that uh, just to kind of relax the area. Uh, I would also okay. just just to reach out here for a second and maybe treat the pole that quite often relaxes okay. uh, the animals. And so treat the pole uh, for a few minutes just to get some relaxation there. You'll see the head drop. And then as you begin and then treat treat the uh, area of the cinching of the cinch and then see what kind of results you get. It could just be that they're just that, that the tension is there and you need to relieve that and and they may feel better and it may work. Does that help? Okay, great. Okay, doke. Anything else? Nope. I think that helps. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Had a very definite delay there in the feedback uh, from the questions. Okay, let's see. We have another one. Let me check uh, over here uh, for just a second. Elaine's with us. Let's bring Elaine in. Yay! What? Uh, Dad, do you want me to read you some questions? Hey, well, you're not. Yeah, we're um, you're not showing up here yet. Where, where are you? Well, I see myself. I think your your Wi-Fi might not be that great. Well, you know, we were fine last week, but for some reason today my Wi-Fi isn't that great. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's hot, and we got cicadas outside, so that could be uh, <laughs> messing with the Wi-Fi. I blame the cicadas. <laughs> There you go. Cicada problem. Um, no, okay. there is a question, Dad, that I saw that I, I'd like to address, if that's okay. That would be fine. Um, Kathy Douglas asked, does MagnaWave work with CRPS, complex regional pain syndrome? And um, I, I wanted to just speak to this a little bit because, Kathy, I actually spoke to someone who um, – there's a couple PubMed articles about this. Um, I – um, I believe they're on the AOPP's website. That's pmfprofessionals.com. Uh, but I spoke to um, one of our, someone, who, a Magnaway practitioner, 
who actually has uh, CRPS and has been using it with with great results. Um, so I, I, if you don't see the article, uh, you could search it on pmfprofessionals.com. It's again, it's on PubMed, um, or you could just Google CRPS and PEMF, um, and you'll see some more information. That I've been kind of a talking to this practitioner about how to use it. And what they found is the increase in cytokines has actually helped um, with the CRPS for this person and in um, that article, that study that was done. So yes, absolutely, um, you know, look into that, talk to your doctor as always, but um, there has been some, you know, promising research with PMF and CRPS and even more so um, because there isn't a lot of other treatment options. So um, I know that since 2018, there's been some movement in that area. So yes, definitely check it out. Take that article, talk to your doctor about it. Okay, and and certainly just to be very basic, to improve the blood flow and, and help the oxygenation of the body to for it to be in a good position uh, to to feel better and to relieve some inflammation and pain, no matter what the situation, that MagnaWave and PMF could be beneficial. Absolutely. So um, I'll read you a question. Is that good? Have you done uh, Sandra? Have you got Sandra Beery's question on prolotherapy? No, I have not. Okay. So Sandra said, um, I just had prolotherapy on my knee today. The last time I had it done, I waited a few days before resuming my MagnaWave treatments on it because prolotherapy is designed to create inflammation to try to stimulate healing. But this time I'm wondering if I should go ahead and use MagnaWave now to increase circulation and further encourage healing. Have you heard any recommendation on it either way? Unfortunately, the folks who administered the prolotherapy weren't knowledgeable about PMF. Interesting. Let me look at that for just uh, to. I think it's like, you know, like a shockwave, have, right? Pardon me. Is it like shockwave? Well, it, it is creating inflammation, and it, it's kind of like uh, used to be situations where we did not want to. Let's say they were using iodine topically to create heat on a joint and on an area where we're trying to take away heat and we're trying to reduce inflammation. So I would I would be probably inclined to say, let it do its job. Let it do what it's designed to do for 24, 48 hours, and then come back and support it with good blood flow. Now, you don't have to treat the exact area. For example, it, it, I don't know where you had the, where, on, on your knee. You don't necessarily have to treat that section of the knee. You could treat the low back and what's going to happen? Good oxygenated blood is going to go throughout the body and go to the knee, but yet you're not trying to to take the inflammation that the drug is uh, that the therapy has applied and remove it. Uh, so we want to let it do its job. I would treat. I would go back to treat the lungs, even treat the upper back to get good blood flow throughout the body and let that enhance what's going on uh, at the spot of the knee. That's a great point. And from what I understand of prolotherapy, it's an injection. So you def definitely don't want to move any of that out, right? I mean, the idea would be exactly what you said, just do it. And then if you are looking for resources to educate people, Sandra, go into um, the practitioner portal um, and download uh, some of that, like what is PMF information, maybe send some of those videos to your doctor or the uh, people who administered your prolotherapy so that if you decide to continue this treatment, they'll have a better idea. We do have all of those resources available for you. There you go. Okay. Uh, Katie asked the question. You got that one? Um, let me see. Katie Battis? Yes. Um, any recommendation for LZR with hair growth? Would like to see how it works on my dog stud dog tail. 
Huh. Interesting. Um, I would think that the light therapy would, you know, they use a lot of lasers uh, for hair growth in uh, with people. And uh, so the red light therapy is going to stimulate the follicles, going to stimulate the the area that you're that you're looking to improve and get some hair growth. So I think that it could be very beneficial to uh, use that in those areas. Yeah, um, actually, we have some um, uh, testimonials that recently of a man who was balding, who started using the LZR. And um, from what I understand, the LZR has actually been seen to help stimulate the uh, let's see what the, we have some articles on it. Uh, regenerating hair follicles to increase hair growth. Now, I've never done a dog. I've only seen it on bald patches on top of men. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I would definitely do it in the way that I would just um, magnwave like usual too. I mean, using both of those in that area, um, I would, I, I believe with all the men, they did it daily. So if you could do it daily, that's what, that's, that, that's probably the best way to do it. But it has been shown to do that. And, and Max has talked to me before uh, with the C60 that you can take some C60 and put it uh, on those areas and then use the light or even the MagnaWave or both uh, to stimulate some hair growth and hair follicles. And, and uh, that's worked very well as well. And so that could be beneficial in the, with the dog. Yeah, I love C60. If you guys haven't seen it, please check it out. It's on our supplements page. I've been taking it. I'm I'm of the utmost belief that it keeps you young. Um, that is what I'm saying. I believe that it keeps you young. It makes you feel better. And um, I love C60. How much C60 do you take daily, Dan? I take, um, I'm, I'm doing the gel cap um, uh, with the black seed oil uh, in it. But it, at any rate, I take the gel cap and I take four a day. Okay. Do you take them all at one time, two in the morning, two at night, or four all in the morning? Uh, I take two in the morning and then I'll take another two at night before I uh, go to bed. Yeah. I use the actual dropper uh -huh. and I just put it underneath my tongue and um, I do it in the morning and at night as well. I don't know how that compares exactly to the dosage of the, um, the capsules, but I, I just really, I love C60 and the more research I read about it, the more I'm, I'm blown away, but not all C60 is made equal, right? Correct. Right. Correct. And, and there are different processes. Uh, that's where we landed with the C60 that we use. Uh, great reviews, uh, great manufacturing process. And, and uh, so that's where we're at. You, you want something, you know, it's possible. You can go online uh, to YouTube and find out how to make C60. And uh, people do that and, that. and that's fine. I'm not saying that it's not viable for people to make it themselves or for, for people to manufacture it or whatever. But you want somebody that, that's really trying to do some research and have the best possible ingredients and, and uh, making a, a cleaner uh, product. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen and and what I've read, there's like black C60. It's very dark. Like there's some that isn't like I don't know how to make it, but from what I've understood, what I've been, you know, what I've experienced with what we're using has been amazing. And from what I've heard from our practitioners who are using it, if you are looking for a supplement that really does work at the cellular level, check out the C60. And um, you know, that's it's like anything. I actually spoke to a practitioner the other day that said that she could her husband was going to build her a machine off of YouTube videos. And I said, well, okay. I mean, you could build a lot of things off of YouTube videos. But Absolutely. 
you got to make sure that it's safe and that it's putting out the right um, uh, pulse for you and for your body and be able to adjust it. And, you know, there's a lot of research that goes into the things that we build and use. And um, it's always important to make sure that you don't want to just put random strong magnetic fields on your body without knowing what they are and what they're producing. So tip of the day, Google's uh, YouTube's great, but um, do your research. Okay. There you go. Okay. I got another question. All right. Um, Maureen asks about C60. Would love to know more about topical possibilities with C60. Been on four gel caps a day for a couple years. That's a great topic to have to have him on to talk about. Sure, and and we'll do that. We'll get uh, we'll get Max back on here maybe uh, next week or something. I can get him and uh, have him join us and tell bring us up to speed on everything that they're doing. Uh, he's been working developing some equine products that we help test uh, initially. So we need to uh, move down that street a little bit. Great, I'm writing that down. Thank you, okay. Maureen. We'll get that for you. Okay, so Angie says, I have been using my soul on my uncle who lost both legs over a year ago from a car accident. He has a lot of tram still in his one knee that is left and a lot of blood flow to the leg. Has lost blood flow to the leg, I think she would say. I've been treating the knee and hip lower back area once a week. What do you recommend for this? He has been getting more movement in some circulation back, but I'd like to see more. more. I would do it more than once a week. I would certainly try to do uh, two or three times a week. Again, the more you do it, the longer the result is going to last. And uh, so you need to build that up. Once a week, he's going to, obviously he's getting some relief and seeing some improvement, but I would just bump the number of treatments if that's possible and uh, uh, treat him more often. I completely agree. Angie, I would also look into getting the LZR. Um, we have a rental program for that. If you only can't do once a week, maybe rent the LZR for a month and have him do that daily on top of your once a week sessions. Or, um, you know, we do have some rental options that are available to practitioners so that they can rent machines out. So um, email sales at MWPMF or check out our practitioner portal because we have some really affordable options for you if you wanted to rent one to your uncle that he um, could then do it every, use the MagnaWave every day. Right. Okay. Let me see if I can get uh, Margie on the line. Margie on the line. I got a call into her. She got. She, I missed her on the last call. Her phone was silent. Hello. Hello, Pat Zemer here with Magnaway. Hi. Hi. This is Margie. Yep. You Good. had. Um, you did answer my question because I wrote it in about uh, using the light therapy and the uh, MagnaWave. Oh, okay. About, well, perfect. Um, moving it around. Yes. But, um, so I, um, I will try and do that. How often do you recommend the light therapy? Uh, I would do it. Um, I'd do it two or three times a week. You could do it uh, daily okay. for the first four or five days just to get try to get ahead of things. But I, I would I would do it three or four times a week. OK, I do have the location. I mean, they gave me that. He did have a CT scan, so um, I know exactly where to focus in on. Right. That'd be great. And if you're getting you know, it goes back to what we've always talked about. You want to treat as often as you can or continue treating as long as you're seeing improvement. If it's continuing to improve, continue to treat. Once you read a, reach a plateau, then you can back off of your treatments and treat as often as necessary to maintain that plateau. If you can't take it all the way, 
You know what I mean? If you can't totally okay. change something. So treat as long as function continues yeah. to improve and then as often as necessary to maintain the improved function. Okay. I, I, he gets it twice a week. Um, I think he's on a maintenance schedule, although that's what we've always done. I had a practitioner come to my house before I um, got the machine. So, um, but that's, it's worked very well for him and he's back to his old self. Great. Thank you for sharing that. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank uh, you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Um, okay. So so, um, Dad, Susan Brown did a comment, and I just want to. Susan said, "I've just had my first MagnaWave session, and she's in the UK from a therapist here. Long-standing rotator cuff injury to the biceps and tendons, bursitis in the AC joint. It makes it wakes me every evening several times. Excruciating pain. After one 20-minute se session, the pain was totally gone and massively improved. Pain-free for four days. Range of motion increased and numbness totally gone. So, I was very impressed." This only lasted for four days and now it's reverted to the type to type with pain, but not as bad as before. Now, Susan, this is where where we lost you. It says, my question is, please, I'm concerned. It it, it doesn't give us any more. We can't see your question. Susan, I have messaged you on Facebook last night because um, you had commented in a group. So if you go to your Facebook message, I also friended you yesterday because I saw you posted in some groups. I can't see what your question is here, but if you'd like to schedule a call with me or Pat, we would ha be happy to do that and, and address your concerns, but there is a limit to the cutoff to the script that we can see, but we are glad she had such great results, right, Dad? Absolutely, and and what she needs to do, if it lasted four days, that goes back to what we, I've said two or three times today, the more you do it, the longer the results last. So if she, if she did one treatment and got four days, uh, she should probably do it every third day just to see how that goes. So if she treats herself every third day before the pain begins to return or the inflammation begins to return, maybe she can stretch that out to where she gets like uh, your mother does or like Debbie does. She gets three to four weeks of relief from one or two treatments. Yeah, I think, and I think Susan's interested in getting the machine there. Um, and she just has some questions about that as well. Okay, let's you see. I got another question I can tell you. All right. Okay, Leslie Perfect. says, what is the best way to treat limited range of motion on post-arthroscopic surgery on a knee? My client had the surgery three months ago and is still having these issues. Uh, I would use the butterfly on the knee. I would use it draped over the knee and then I would use it closed sitting on the knee and I would do it uh, I'd go back to the to the routine that I quite often uh, recommend. I'd do it four or five times in a row, four or five days in a row, and stop for a day, see how it does, how it feels, and just continue that type of situation. Certainly, as things tighten up uh, with that type of uh, arthroscopic surgery, there are issues there that we have to get ahead of. And and so when there when it's in the cartilage and the nerve and the and the the uh, uh, soft tissue, it's, you just need to work on it consistently to kind of relieve that inflammation and improve the range of motion. Uh, that's the kind of thing that one treatment, if you're strictly trying to get range of motion, loosen up the cartilage and, and the tendons, you're probably not going to get it uh, with, the, with just one treatment. You may need a few treatments to try to get ahead of that type of situation. Okay, so like this is the knee, pretend my elbow. So you said like this? Like that. And then, and then like this. Correct. Okay, Correct. just so that we have a visual there. And 
Um, I did want to say, uh, Leslie, there is also, because I've been doing some research, adding some articles to our education, there is a PubMed article about using, increasing range of motion with PEMF. So there has been a study done, a clinical trial done on that. Um, I will try to get the link and post it in the comments. Otherwise, please check it out at pmfprofessionals.com or in the certified practitioner portal on our website. Okay, perfect. Okay. You want me to read you another one? I got a lot of stuff to talk about MagnaCon too. Okay. Um, you do you, that? Okay, let's do that. So um, let's talk about MagnaCon. So you all, MagnaCon, Deb, MagnaCon is like two and a half weeks away. I, I think it, I, maybe I'm wrong, but it's close. Uh, let's see. We are we are countdown mode. We are two, two and a half weeks away from MagnaCon, June 9th, 10th, and 11th. Um, uh, two weeks and one day, maybe. I don't know. I'm not good with math, but... It's coming, you all. It is coming. We are having our live event here in Louisville, Kentucky. Tickets are sold out. We have a waiting list. If you want to be on the waiting list to see if somebody can't make it, please email support at mwpmf.com. Um, if you want to um, still, you know, keep up with what's going on, win some awesome prizes, learn all the education, and interact with the people at the live event, please uh, get your virtual ticket before the end of the month. Uh, we are cutting off sales on May 31st. And the reason we're doing that for virtual is because we have a lot of giveaways. We have a lot of events. We want to get you in Whova. We want to make sure everybody gets the full experience. And we want to make sure that you're in the app, you're able to see everything, and you really, really get a great virtual experience. So May 31st, please get your ticket for MagnaCon. Um, and we're giving away lots of new prizes. We're giving away a MagnaWay machine to our live audience, uh, our live attendees. Um, and then our app is up right now. So if you have purchased a virtual or a live ticket to MagnaCon, please check your emails. Make sure you're getting the email updates. But we have that you want to download the app Whova um, if you purchased and then use your sign in that was sent to you in your email. That is the best way to keep up with things. Um, I had a meeting this morning and I believe Stephanie, who is the uh, MagnaCon master, um, told me that we had over 900 conversations already going on in the Whova app for MagnaCon. So people are already talking, already interacting. Uh, we'll have a store in there with discounts on certain things. Uh, so really this is a great opportunity for our practitioners i just don't want anybody to miss it if you're up for recertification which we are doing yearly now not every two years we're doing yearly um make sure that you this is a great way to do that so check the virtual you know sign on for virtual uh so that you can keep up with us and if you're coming live i am so excited to see that that's wonderful now that's w-h-o-v-a correct Hoover. yes and if you if you purchased a ticket Go to your email and search MagnaCon. You should have several emails from us. If you don't see them, check your junk and your spam. If you still don't see them, please email support at mwpmf.com. The best way to get into that app and to keep up with everything is to make sure that you're whitelisted our email address, our emails, and that you're getting the information um, as you know it develops. Perfect, perfect. I'm so excited. We have new products. Yeah. We have two new machines. Two. Machine. Uh, that everybody's gonna get to try a MagnaCon, so I am super excited. Two, two, two dose, dose new machines that are coming that uh, our MagnaCon attendees get to check out. And as always, we give away tens of thousands of dollars worth of prizes, including a machine. So that's only for our live audience. If you want to win a ticket, I believe that we did some sort of uh, you could purchase an extra entry. Uh, virtual people could enter to win the uh, machine. So we are 
really, 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 really excited. Um, we have wave oasises on um, the full body mats, the full body travel mats. I'm just, I can't wait to see everybody. I feel like it's just been so long since we've all got to be together and really learn. We will have hands-on training almost every day of the event. It kicks off uh, June 9th. When, that's a Wednesday at noon, I believe noon on June 9th. We will be opening our doors and starting registration. So there'll be still be some booths available on the 9th too, correct? Everything will, the booths will be available the entire time. So uh, we have um, Vox socks will be there. We have um, uh, Therisage will be there. We have um, Brain Taps president and CEO will be there um, with the booth. We will also have uh, Dr. Brannon with the, who developed the Oasis beds will be there with his entire booth. Um, I know I'm forgetting somebody else. Oh, the AOPP will be there. Lauren, the, the um, uh, head of the AOPP, the director for the Association of PMF Professionals will be there. So we'll have some specials. We'll, we'll definitely have a lot of education and most importantly, a lot of fun. Okay. And, and so I, I was just going to tell you, I received a call a while ago that I'm going to return soon as the, uh, uh, the event is over today from Pennsylvania. So maybe I'm getting some action to be able to talk to somebody there. So I'm going to follow yes. up very shortly. Yeah. If you guys haven't kept up, there has been some confusion about the difference between MagnaWave and Shockwave in Pennsylvania equine community. We are actively on uh, resolving that. We're representing our practitioners. The AOPP reached out to us and they are actively involved in resolving that issue. So um, no worries. We are, as always, working to make it better for you all and, and clear up any confusion that Pennsylvania has on the differences between our modalities. Um, Shars asked, is the deadline passed to be in the drawing for the machine with virtual tickets? You know what, Shars? I want to tell you, I don't know. I'm sorry. I really can't remember what the deadline was, and that's terrible. So I will ask Stephanie. I will have them. So hopefully somebody will respond. Um, so with that, will Revitabed be there? No, Maureen. We, were, we have a strict capacity of how many people could be there. Um, and we are at literally, we cannot put one more person in that building because of COVID. Um, and so when we did speak to Revita that it was too late to have him come, but maybe next year. Um, let's see. Ivy says, what are the activities that the virtual attendants of MagnaCon are going to miss? Well, just being there. I mean, <laughs> you're going to miss Churchill Going to miss going to Churchill Downs. Going to miss the uh, Friday evening uh, celebration and dance and party uh yeah. certainly all the activities through the day the live training but all that's going to be a lot of that's going to be available uh virtually so people will be able to get all the classes yeah, all the education classes are available there are some q a afterwards that the that while we're preparing for the next speaker you're going to miss that time just so that we can get everything loaded up for the next um pr presentation but you will get to see every presentation live um, but then there are there are some, you know, hands on training, some of those things. And there's a ton more prizes for the live people. But there are a ton of prizes for the virtual people as well. So that we did separate those out this year. So the virtual have an option and the live have an option. So um, it's definitely worth coming to, you know, Ivy, it's fun. It's a great time. And we've changed a lot of what we're doing this year. I mean, that almost the entire event has new uh, education. That's exciting. It's, it's really going to be a lot of fun. It's well, going to be great. About out of time here. Any other questions that we need to uh, hit before we head off? Yeah, um, it says, okay, we have one more question. Can we buy the travel mat there and bring home? To, and I'm assuming you're talking about MagnaCon. Katie, yes, you can buy any of our products while they're in stock and take them home. 
Uh, but some of them, if we run out or we don't have them in stock, you will be able to order them with free shipping. So everything, and we will ship it directly to you. So regardless, you won't have to pay shipping if you are attending MagnaCon. And if you're virtual as well, all of there's free shipping for you all as well in the shop that will be in the app. So you will be able to purchase any of our products as well as the products of the vendors um, directly in that mobile app and keep up with live discussions and actually talk to the live people um, and communicate with them in the app as well. So it's a super, it's a great time and we're very excited. And um, I think we've talked a little bit about this before, but maybe not, could be a surprise. Next year we are having MagnaCon, um, but after that we're gonna go to every other year. So this year we're having it, next year we're having it for anybody who couldn't come for limited attendance. But after this, after that, we're gonna go to every other year and we're gonna move to smaller regional events um, in the off years. So where we may travel around in that Madden Wave Express of yours, surprise and go to smaller regional events around the country and around the world so um, that's something to keep in mind if you want to get tickets we will be selling tickets for next year's MagnaCon um, right after MagnaCon is over at a discounted price um, so you, you want to keep that in mind that next year then we'll be taking a break so that we can get everything together and do some traveling I think the, the original events will be great because there's folks that can't make it. And if we, if we get to different locations in the country and have some nice uh, quick day-long events I think that'll be great uh, I agree. I agree. I think that's the best way to do it. We did have Della. Yes, even if you're not available to watch it live, you will be able to watch the recordings afterwards. Um, and that should work for your certification. I'm, I'm pretty sure Teresa Klug, uh, our certification director, can qualify that. And if you haven't checked out the MagnaWave Academy recently, um, please do, you guys. We are always adding new stuff. I, I know I sound like a, a broken record when I say that, but the practitioner portal is awesome. The MagnaWave app is up. The guidelines are awesome. So if you're looking to get a machine or you have a machine and you really want some guidance and you don't have time to be on live on office hours um, to talk to uh, the, the you know wizard Pat Zemer about all things PMF, then you could get the app and it's the next best thing. We also have skills, our uh, education on the... Um, Alexa, so if you want to sign up for the MagnaWave skills, they will Alexa will read you tips and tricks every single day, new information about MagnaWave and PMF that you can use um, to you know better your understanding of our modality. Perfect. Okay, we have one more call. Let me see if we can get this about bone dental bone grafting. Let's see who we have here. Hello. Hi, Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave. Who, who am I speaking with? This is Kim. Hi, Kim. Kim. Good. You had a question. Hello. Yes. I did. Um, I had um, a total upper dental extraction um, a month ago. Um, I They did bone grafting uh, in all of my upper, um, where my teeth were. Uh -huh. So I, I, 48 hours after my oral surgery, I started MagnaWave and I did it three times a day for 10 minutes. Okay. Um, I went back to my oral surgeon in two weeks and he was amazed at the healing that had occurred in that two weeks time. Um, so my question is, they put in three implants and, and in three months they want to do a bone uh, scan to see how the bone grafting has progressed. So I'm continuing to do the MagnaWave and I'm doing it 10 minutes twice a day. Okay. What is the protocol that I should be doing for the next three months to continue to enhance the bone grafting? 
Well, it sounds to me like you're you're spot on in what you're doing. Do you at this point have to go twice a day? I wouldn't necessarily think so, but I don't think you're uh, you're not going to cause any problems. You're just going to enhance the energy, enhance the blood flow, and potentially the grafting and the healing that they're looking to have take place, allow the body to better do that. And uh, as long as your doctor is comfortable with how things are progressing, you're certainly, because the magna wave will certainly penetrate the bone and help the 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 healing and the growth uh, of that. So I think you're spot on in where you are. Okay, because he says the number of implants, because what he's going to do is I will end up with a permanent bridge instead of a denture. He said the number of implants he can do in three months will depend on the bone grafting. So why I want to do everything I can to make sure that the bone grafting um, is secure and solid and, and able to yeah. receive the receive the studs that they put in there to attach the bridge to. Absolutely. You're, you're right on track. If it's not a problem, you do it uh, every day. I would. Um, Should you, you mix it, it up? Yeah, I was going to say I would I'd make sure you change the intensities. And I okay. would every three or four days I'd lay off a day. So okay. so your bone can just be natural, totally natural and not get too used to what you're doing. So it will continue to heal. You know, we always talk about changing the intensity, change the attachments to keep the tissue guessing and receiving the, okay. the energy that you're putting there. So every three or four days, take a day off and, and just okay. let it relax and then come back to your procedure that you're on. Okay, I'm watching Elaine and it was like, I'm doing the butterfly like around the facial area, but I see that you can use the large loop and change things up. Correct. Absolutely. This is working. Okay. Yeah, that's doing, he's doing it now. That's showing the whole area. That's perfect. Yes. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Thank you. You're certainly welcome. Okay, we're, uh, we're over time. We uh, had a good time today, a lot of good questions and uh, good discussion. So thank you so much for being here. Elaine, thank you very much for being here. Tony, thanks for your help today. Uh, Chris is off on vacation this week. So Tony stepped in to make sure that everything's happening properly. So Tony, thank you very much. Thank you to uh, everyone else that has helped out uh, from our staff. And we certainly appreciate your help as well. So have a great day. Wave on to better health and uh, we'll love you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.